Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. There is a bizarre gap in the law involving automobiles. And I've known about this my entire career. And I've been practicing law for 32 years, and I've been handling Lemon Law claims the entire time. And I focus entirely on them now. And so a Lemon Law, of course, is a, 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 a Lemon Law case, of course, is where uh, someone buys a brand new vehicle and it's got some problem that cannot be repaired within some specific amount of time, depending on the state. And if the manufacturer cannot get that car fixed, they got to either buy it back or replace it with one that's not defective. And so the interesting thing that happens, and, and this unfortunately hurts a lot of people, is that someone will buy a car, whether new or used, but they'll buy a car and they're, and they're owning this car and they discover some weird problem with it. But the vehicle's out of warranty. And so they go into the dealership and they go, hey, my car's got this problem, but it's out of warranty. The dealership goes, well, you know what the problem is? Your car needs a new fill-in-the-blank. And uh, what? It's only three years old or it's only four years old or whatever. And, and yes, you could be out of warranty by mileage at that point. And, and so how is it possible? And they go, well, unfortunately, they've all got this problem. They've all got this problem. Uh, think of the dual-clutch transmission from Ford. They've all got this problem, right? And you say, okay, but if they've all got this problem, then why wasn't it fixed? And they say, well, it, we may have done repairs for it under warranty. We may have, we might not have. But here's the thing. Legally, they're not required to do repairs beyond the warranty. Now, sometimes you can go in and get them to do the repairs for goodwill. That is them just doing it because they want to keep you happy or they want to keep the company name better uh, in the perception-wise in the you know, mind of the public. And so here's a strange one about Kia. And Joseph sent me this note about a story out of WRAL down in the Carolinas. Kia won't cover engine repair after missed software update. Uh, so the woman's car, the engine failed. And the engine is defective. And so her 2015 Kia Optima started acting funny a couple weeks ago. All of a sudden, I hear a loud knocking noise, a knocking noise, she explained to Five on Your Side. She took it to a mechanic who explained to her she needed a new engine. And she said, I don't have $6,000 to pay for a new engine at the drop of a hat. I didn't have it. And then that's when she did some research and discovered that her car was part of a massive class action lawsuit settlement. A Kia official says a notice was sent to her but she says she later found out it was sent to an old address in another state. She said, I didn't know anything. She was the second owner of the car and is more than five years old. So the powertrain warranty that came with the car was expired. She did not know about the settlement, so she didn't know that she needed a software update, which would have gotten her a lifetime warranty to repair the defect. She learned if you... Do get the knock sensor update prior to having the failure. It'll be covered. I didn't get the update. Mine wasn't covered. So I had to pay out of pocket and $6,000 is a lot of money. After weeks waiting for repairs and relying on friends and family to help her make the 27-mile commute to and from work every day, her car is now running again, but it was done at her expense. And she's picking up extra shifts to pay off the repairs. I like my car other than the engine, but because of the way they've handled the situation, I would not buy another Kia, she told Five on Your Side. So if you've got a Kia or Hyundai that is part of the settlement, make sure to have that knock sensor detection system updated. 
so that you are getting that lifetime warranty to cover the problem. And so the models this covers are the 2011 to 2019 Hyundai Sonata, the 2013 to 19 Hyundai Santa Fe Sport, 2014 to 2015 and 2018 to 2019 Hyundai Tucson, as well as 2011 to 2019 Kia Optima, 2012 to 2019 Kia Sorento, and 2011 to 2019 Kia Sportage. So that's quite a few uh, model years covered, and that's one, two, three, four, five, six different models by two different brands covered by the settlement. Now, there is another similar but separate class action settlement involving Kia and Hyundai engines, which affects different models and contains different requirements and deadlines. So the sad part here is it sounds like her car was part of the class covered by this class action lawsuit. She says she didn't get the notice because it was sent to her old address. People often say, Steve, if I'm involved in a class action lawsuit and they send me a notice, how do they find me? Well, if it involves an automobile, what they will do, and they'll hire a firm to do this, but they'll do this where they'll simply go to the DMVs in all 50 states and say, we need the names and addresses of all the people who own the following cars. And they will list the cars that I just told you. And using computers these days, they can do that relatively easily. And then they'll send out the notices. And so the bulk of those notices will be addressed properly. Two things happen. One is people don't catch that that's an important notice that came in their mailbox, and they don't see it. Second thing that happens is people will move and not update their information immediately to let the state know that they've moved. And so if you move from one state to another, they'll often tell you, well, you've got so long to re-register in this new state. Of course, the entire time you're sitting there waiting to re-register, somebody else thinks that you live in the old state. That could be what happened here. She mentioned that she did, in fact, previously live in another state. So I don't know if that's what happened, but if it did, you know, if it did happen, that would make sense. But I feel very sorry for her because they're calling it a knock sensor update. And so if you have that update and then your engine fails... Well, then it's covered. And now some people might say, Steve, why would that be fair to have it work that way? Well, I'm assuming that the knock sensor, if you have it installed correctly and updated in your car, then that would hopefully tip you off to a problem before you had a catastrophic engine failure. It sounds like the catastrophic engine failure is what happens when the knock sensor is not set properly. So that would make sense. Now, a lot of people look at this and they go, but Steve, this, this does not seem fair. And I have to make a very, very important distinction here. My job as an attorney is not to tell you how things ought to be. I, I mean, I can tell you that, but I will make the distinction to say, but here's how things are, and what I'm talking about is the law. And so the law says that a manufacturer of automobiles to sell them to the public must meet certain standards and thresholds. Those are usually involving safety and fuel economy and things of that nature, right? So once you sell a car to the public in America, you often sell it with a warranty. And the warranty I've mentioned before comes from the Uniform Commercial Code, which describes express warranties and applied warranties. And then, of course, is the Magnuson Moss Warranty Act, which governs what a full warranty is versus a limited warranty. And so if they issue a warranty, they've got to follow those laws. And the laws clearly state that you can put limits on your warranties. You can say this warranty is good for 10 years or a million miles, or it's good for one year, 12,000 miles. And so it all depends on what they say. But once that warranty is up, that warranty is up. Now, like I said before, you can get goodwill repairs. And if, if you play your cards right, you often can. 
But one of the problems you have in a situation like this is they probably wound up paying a big chunk of money to settle this case. And then they found the fix and said, everyone who gets this fix who's in this class will notify everybody of the fix. And invariably, some people miss out. And so I don't know why she didn't get her notice. I don't know. But if she were to turn around right now and say, I'm going to sue Kia. Well, it was a used car out of warranty. It's 2015. That thing could be eight years old, nine years old, depending on when it, when it hit the road. So it's an old car. And so I've had many people go, Steve, but that's wrong. That's just wrong that the manufacturers have got a fleet of cars on the road and they know they're bad and they won't do anything about it. Well, they'll do something about it if you catch it during warranty. That's Unfortunately, that's what warranties are. So they, they give with one hand, they take away with the other. They give during the warranty coverage period. When that ends, they can be taken away. That's how it works. So I feel very sorry for the woman, uh, especially if it wasn't her fault. We don't know why she didn't get the notice. And that's the other thing I hear from people complain about once in a while. Is they go, Steve, these class actions, I've, I've, I've heard what the take rate is. That is, they send out 100,000 notices and 75,000 people take them up on it. The other 25,000 people actually opted to not take the free money. And, you know, it depends on, on what the notices uh, were sent out for. But I've seen some where the, where the participation rate is very low. And the implication is that that card that gets mailed out that looks like junk mail often does get thrown away. And I'm convinced that some companies do that on purpose. They, they send the notices. They're required to send the notice. But oftentimes the requirements don't say what the notice has got to look like. Does the notice have to look important or can it look like junk mail? And quite often they look like junk mail. So that's the sad part. But number one, if you've got one of these Kias uh, or Hyundais, you need to follow up to make sure your vehicle is not in that group. And if it is, get the fix that you got coming because it's free. Uh, But number two, if you've got a vehicle that's acting funny, within warranty, bring it in and have it looked at. Because once you're out of warranty and it happens, it could wind up being on you. So Joseph, thanks for sending me that Kia won't cover engine repair after missed software update. The update would have been free as part of a class action. W-R-A-L. Five on your side reports that. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Just because you are offended doesn't mean that you're right.